Please join me in the reading of today's scriptures. We will be reading out of Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages, as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound the crowd gathered and was bewildered, because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear, each of us, in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, in our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. This is the word of God given to us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and we shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. And this morning, may the words of my mouth and may the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. These were Jesus' last words to his disciples just prior to his ascension. And he told them to wait for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and so they waited in Jerusalem. And it wasn't very many days later that that power came. On the day of Pentecost, pente meaning 50, it's 50 days after Passover, the promised power came, and wow, did it ever come. At daybreak that day, there were 120 believers. And by sunset, there were 3,000. What happened? And can it happen again? Can the Spirit of God move so powerfully among God's people that Everything that divides us, even language, can be overcome so that all could truly hear about God's deeds of power in their own language. I pray so. Because, friends, it seems right now that we cannot seem to hear and understand each other. Our world, 
our nation, dare I say even our own beloved church, is more like the crowds at the Tower of Babel, where suddenly people who used to speak in the same language become unable to understand each other at all. Pentecost reversed Babel. Parthians, Medes, Elamites, Asians, Egyptians, Romans, Cretans, Arabs, all heard from simple, barely educated fishermen and friends the glorious good news of Jesus Christ and the forgiveness and the love of God the Father in a language that they could understand. And they listened. And they were changed. And three thousand people came to trust in that message for their own lives and the lives of their families. You see, when people anywhere hear the language of love and forgiveness, of understanding and compassion, of invitation and hospitality, of God's mighty acts of reconciliation for the world, the language of the Spirit, they will recognize that as their very own heart language, just like at Pentecost, and they will respond. So why is it that that language is so hard for us to speak? Instead, we speak the shrill language of racism and divisiveness, of exclusion based on skin color or where you were born or how you arrived in our country or who you love of lines in the sand based on whether you're represented by an elephant or a donkey or red or blue. We speak the language of finger pointing and blame. We speak of my rights, my freedom, my choices as though what I want and deserve is higher and better than anyone else's. We are suspicious of others, and we stay in our own news silo so that we can discount any viewpoint that we do not like, whether it's about the pandemic, or economics, or religion, or politics. We live and we die in Babel, the place of misunderstanding. Has the babble of misunderstanding risen to such a place that the rushing wind of Pentecost can no longer undo it? Are we doomed to stay forever in the gotcha rhetoric where all we do in the name of communication is to look for opportunities to make our own point, to demonize those who do not agree or understand? Those whose language of the soul seems so different from our own. If we pay attention to the daily news, all seems lost. 
when it comes to a new understanding between humans. It seems hopeless to think that we will ever truly speak the same language of God's love and life to each other. Jesus' command to love God and to love neighbor leaves us scratching our heads and wondering how when we can't even speak the same language. I want to share with you another reading of today's scripture. Uh, my apologies to Luke, the writer of the book of Acts, but I want to see if we can't bring it into today. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together through the use of online technology. And suddenly, there was from heaven, came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, not a nice, sweet Hawaiian breeze, but a hurricane-force wind. And it filled all the houses where they were all sitting. And divided tongues as a fire appeared among them, and tongues, a tongue rested on each of them, and all of them, all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were children of God from every nation under heaven. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each of them heard them speaking in their own native language. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking simply Texas Christians? How is it that we all hear each of us in our own language, New Yorkers and Californians and Mexicans and Africans, Europeans and Asians, black and brown, Republican and Democrat, police and protesters, immigrants and daughters of the American Revolution, gay and straight, church and unchurched, young and old, in our own languages, in the language that our heart can hear and respond to. We hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. I believe that God's Spirit still blows. I know that people everywhere yearn to hear words of grace and forgiveness and life and love in the name of Jesus Christ in their own language. I know that God's message will be preached and that people of all kinds and shapes and colors and backgrounds will fall in love with the God of justice and mercy, of extravagant love and holiness, of forgiveness and new life. And these words that were inspired by the Holy Spirit then they result in action as we read further in chapter 2 in verse 43. It's written that all came upon everyone because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles. You see, first, the Holy Spirit rushes in like a mighty wind. Then, God's people are empowered to speak of the God that they love in languages that people everywhere can really hear. Then 
God's people are empowered by the same Holy Spirit to act with wonders and signs that cause awe. Friends, these past few days, we have witnessed huge demonstrations of collective grieving following the death of Floyd George. Can we really hear the pain behind the demonstrations? The frustrations of Americans of color that are sick and tired of the narrative born of generations of racism. The destruction of property, the putting police and first responders and other protesters' lives at risk, that is wrong and it must not be tolerated. Yet we also need to hear the pain and acknowledge it and stand with those whose life experience is different from ours, who speak a different language of what justice looks like, and stand with those who even in the midst of the protest and the rage are out there working for peace. We've seen some of those as well cleaning the streets in the mornings after a night of destruction. Protesters, we saw a group of black male protesters who guarded an Anglo policeman when he got separated from his unit, and they stood there and guarded him. Officers praying with the protesters for a deeper peace with justice. Signs and wonders that create awe. God's spirit is untamed and untamable. It will blow where it will blow. God's kingdom will come on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus Christ is that name above all names, the answer to what ails the world today and the source of abundant life both now and forevermore. My prayer is that our little outpost of God's Spirit at Atascacita United Methodist Church will be a people committed to first listen to the heart language of people who are not like us and then allow the Holy Spirit to speak through us in the languages that all will understand and then that we will be a people who act on our convictions, empowered by that same Holy Spirit for justice and for mercy, to be people of peace in the midst of chaos and people of love in the midst of hate. We cannot do that on our own. It requires the wind of the Holy Spirit blowing, refreshing, empowering us. On this Pentecost, Holy Spirit, blow across our church, our land, our country, our world. Enliven all those who claim to follow the risen Christ. 
blow away our preconceived notions of religion, blow away our racism, blow away our self-superiority, blow away our fear of the other, blow away our blind nationalism, blow away our small view of God. Open the windows of this house and let your wind blow through, not like a gentle breeze, but with the force of a hurricane. Help us to speak in a language that people everywhere will understand, the language of the Spirit. Help us to act out of love of God and love of neighbor. Let us pray. Come once again, Holy Spirit. Fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit, and we shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Amen.